What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. I'm Wista. This is Fred the Tuna. And we are back with another episode, you guys. We're back. Woo! So, you know, we're going to put our plugins right now because, you know, we've had episodes where niggas just want to, like, take over the plugins. So, y'all can follow us at Let Me Tell You Something at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Y'all can follow us at Let Me Tell You Something at Facebook, SoundCloud. Yup. Um, Twitter is LTYS Podcast. You know, if you ever want to contact us and send us some trifling ass emails, email us at Let Me Tell You Something at gmail.com. You know where it is. And if you found this, thank the person who helped you find it. And shout out to the person who recommended us to you. Well, what's your okay. Snapchat? Snapchat, it's, it's Wista Bear. You can find it in the description box. Hey. Obviously, you don't have a Snap. You use Snapchat, but not if you, like that. If you send me something, like, like maybe I'll check it in, like, he'll, he'll, he'll watch a week, it. I think. But um, he's more of an Instagram story guy. Yeah, if you get me on Instagram, I'm always on that. It's Austin Trash. Yeah. That's it, because niggas is trash sometimes. Not like that. I'm like the physical manifestation he's of He's like it. the good type of trash. Is this good? Tra- I'm like Gucci Trash. Oh, so you Gucci Trash? So you like the <laughs> trash can with Gucci print on it and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you ain't like on that Oscar the Grouch shit? You just like Gucci, Gucci Trash? Gucci print trash can with like scented bags. You know there's a nigga at our school that look like Oscar the Grouch. Every time I see him, I'm like, damn. Does he really? You look like a fucking so like a unibrow, a like a unibrow like hair. Yes. And guess what I saw today? That kid who looked like um Donald Trump's son from our school. I haven't I, seen that kid actually. Yo, I saw him today. I was like, I was about to be like, yo, Trump's son, and I was like, hold up, what's the refrain? I think I may I think I may know him. No, actually. like he has blonde hair. Is he blonde. Tall? He's no, he's like okay. a little bit taller than us. Like, wait. We're five eight, you're five I'm five eight, you're five nine. He's like at least five eleven. Okay. And he has like blonde hair and blonde eyebrows. Like you know how like some of white people got like blonde eyebrows and you just don't know if they got eyebrows. Oh, yeah. So he's like he's one of those. Okay. And I'm not trying to shade some of y'all white people. I'm just saying some of y'all ain't got no eyebrows like that. Okay. You know what creeps me out too? There's actually like, this white dude at our school who I see all the time. He has like these really nice eyes, and I see him all the fucking time. Like the color? Like, yeah. The color like bright blue. They're like a hazelish brown. And every single time I see him, we have a good three minute stare off. We looking at each other like, what you gonna? Say you got something to say to me? Come say. You yeah, say yeah before. I... No, because like I hate when people stare. Like you don't just hate it when someone just stares at like, you. Sit on the train and someone just dead ass grilling you the whole time. And I'm like, yo, stop looking at me. Look at something else. Maybe you think she's beautiful. Nah, no, thank you. No, I mean, I hate it. He kind of short. No shade. What? He kind of short. He kind of he, he like he's like Andre Hype, but like a little bit shorter. <laughs> he like not nah, when I say he's Andre Hype, but a little shorter. Wait, wait, but hold on, hold on. Andre's the, five seven. He's like five eye, six. The, the, the hazel eyes should give him like an extra like. Five and give him point extra boost. points. Yeah, I will. But you know, I'm just looking at this now. I'm like, yo, I could just put my shoulder on you and be like, "What's good? How you doing, boo?" That's it. But the thing is, yo, he gonna be like five six, but the dick seven. That's true. <laughs> but you know what I noticed? You know what I noticed too? Really skinny dudes got big dicks. Really skinny dudes I'm, got big dicks. Oh, though. you know what? You know that? Really skinny how dudes. You know that? I like dudes. How <laughs> you know that? I don't need to say how I know that. All I am, I'm Team Virgin. For all y'all know, if I lost my virginity, I would have told this Honestly, fucking podcast. You should, you, should, you should do a little survey. You should get. The, you should get the users, the, the listeners. listeners. To like, we're gonna do a poll on our Facebook. We're gonna do a poll. We're gonna do a poll. Do skinny dudes got big dicks? Because some of them, some of them be swinging. Some of them be swinging. You ever? Oh well, you a guy, but like when any time a dude wears like gray pants, like all those girls gonna be looking at your dick print. Like I don't really get that because your dick print is showing. So like if you wear jeans, why? What if you wear like? What like black sweatpants? Black sweatpants. We can kind of still see a dick. So you're saying that your dick shows? If you have sweatpants. 
Almost you, like the equivalent of like girls wearing yoga pants. Yeah, yeah, basically the thing. You see how y'all like yoga pants? We like sweatpants because we can see how big your dick is. That's I almost feel like the yoga is. pants thing was like a like a high school thing. It I was a like, high school thing. I feel like after high school, I just didn't even like care much for like yoga pants. You know, I just realized, Fred, just sitting down and thinking about this, there was some viral shit going on when we were in high school. I know. Like Amber Cole. Remember Amber Cole when she was sucking dick? No. You don't remember? Yo! Fuck is Amber Cole? Amber Cole, Amber Cole was like this 14-year-old girl, and she was videotaped. I think this was like one of the first like times people were like doing like the whole like recording girls having sex and just not porn, but like recording girls having sex and putting it in. I got to picture, man. But it's basically like this girl, this 14-year-old girl. I don't know where she was located. I guess it was in Tennessee. That's what one of the claims were. And she was literally sucking her classmates' dick in front of like the school or something like that. Oh, in her school's that. playground. Oh, yeah. shit. That shit was crazy yeah, in my school. Her. So I can I, remember. Amber Cole. What was this? 2000. This was like 2000 in. This was like. We we most likely were probably sophomores in high school when this happened. High school's a blur. High school was a blur. But the thing is, I'm from a town where niggas want to be in high school forever. Oh, where? Yes. I am from Rockland County where niggas feel the need to be in high school forever. And they really. You know what? Let me not talk shit about my town like that. Why not? You never seen this? This Amber Cole shit. I'm showing him the Amber Cole picture, y'all. Oh, you have, yes. Yeah. You remember Amber Cole. Damn, you remember that shit? I remember Amber Cole. And I that remember I, caring about that for like a minute and being like, oh, okay. And people were like slut shaming her and everything. And like there are rumors about how she killed herself. And then on her Twitter, she was like, nah, I ain't dead. She I'm here. I don't know. I checked her Twitter. Her All her tweets are from 2011. Mm-hmm. So you know she hiding. And remember that bitch who sucked on her tampon? No. You, Fred. You're telling me you're the dude who knows the kid who fucked the fucking hot pocket. I do, and you don't know the girl who sucked on her own tampon. I know the dude who fucked the hot pocket through acquaintances. That's it. Okay, <laughs> so basically, what happened is this girl named Giovanni. Giovanna something. I'm gonna get her name for y'all just so y'all can know and this. This went, this went viral where? This went viral all over the internet. This was like when we were freshmen in college. I'm this like, was like our I, freshman, I don't even year. Know what I was doing freshman year. Man. Tampons, like, you know, well, all the girls liked you freshman year because I remember my sweet. All the girls was talking about you. Oh, we talking my freshman year of college. Yes. Oh. So her name is Giova- Giovanna Plowman. You, the, she was basically in the video. You got a video? Yes, I, mean, I got the video. You got a picture. I want to see. It. I we want to see a picture of her. Yeah. Basically, in the video, she pulls her pants down. She pulls out the tampon and she starts sucking on it. Ooh. You're like, yo, my nigga, there's a blood clot on that shit. I said, there was a blood clot. You don't remember how she was sucking on it? She was playing Azalea oh, Banks. Oh, I didn't watch that video. She I like, was, scrolled past it. She was playing Azalea Banks two on two while she was sucking on that shit. And this she was freshman year of college. This was our freshman year of college. This shit okay. went by. I remember. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't watch the video. Yo, this girl. I'm telling you right now. She pulled down her pants, pulled the tampon out, pulled it out, and looked at it. And then she showed it to the screen. I said there was a big fat blood clot on that shit. I said, damn, like. Damn, I looked at that shit. I was like, yo, you really about to suck it? She sucked that shit three times. She sucked it clean. Like, it was bloody, and she sucked that shit clean, Fred. Why she shouldn't be a character in the Blade movie? I don't know, but she had some water, too. Every single time she would suck on it, she would do, like, a little cough, like, and I'm like, girl... Was that the time where people were doing shit like uh, the cinnamon challenge and all yeah, that? Yeah, people were that's, doing that. That's probably why. So then after that, guess what happens? What? So after the whole thing goes viral and everybody's calling her out, there's a certain point I had to add her on face because I want to be petty and I wanted to find out what the fuck was going on. This bitch got a boyfriend. Yeah. Right after that shit happened. Of course. Because he was a freak. He was like a mixed dude. So he looked like he was half black. And I was like, damn. 
tampon. She can suck on a tampon. She can suck on tampon. She can suck you dry. That's it. She sucked that tampon dry. What makes you think she can't suck it good? She probably killing. Please. She probably one of them girls after the dude's done um ski and he's like she just giving you more and more and more. That's it. She probably wants you to bleed. His eyes going back. His eyes rolling back. Looking like he twitching and sucking shit. Sucking the circulation. Sucking out right. everything. But shorty dead ass sucked that tampon. Oh, how old is she? She was like, um, I think she was like 14, 13. She was like a teenager. What go with this? I don't know, man. Teens be doing some weird shit what, just to get popping. What go with this? I don't understand. That generation was just weird. But I feel like now, people are just trying to go viral for all the dumbest things. And you see that girl? I don't know if you've seen it, but like, you know how like, um, now there's face masks getting popular, like, People are doing like face mask challenge. This girl yeah. literally put a whole face mask all over her body and peeled it all off. Why? I don't know. You know, people want viral. People want to be famous. People want to go viral. That's what they want to do. You got to sell yourself sometimes to do some things. But honestly, that was. We just need to get out the internet. <laughs> Everybody want to be IG models. Everybody want to do this and that. No, not all of us going to do it. But that tampon shit, man, every single time I watch that shit, I be sitting there, I'm like, damn, she sucked on that blood clot. Like, she really had that blood clot in her mouth. Honestly, like, that's fucking weird. But at the same time, I was thinking about that discussion we had about, uh, what? what were you saying? Something about, you are saying something about dudes who like to eat their girls up when they're on their periods? Yeah. It's like the same, it's almost like the it's same, like the same thing. thing. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if I can speak on that. Really can't. I can't fuck with it, but like. Sexuality is broad, so like, yeah, I'm gonna that's just, true. I'm, I'm gonna just be, be over there. I just feel you, bad you for you. Because you know why? Her name's all over the news. So, like, let's say she's trying to get a job, Giovanna Plowman, right then and there. You already know what's popping up. We should gotta change her name. She gotta change her name or something. Or she, she got better. the perfect porn star name, though. She Plowman. does. Plowman, I'm gonna plow yeah. you. I'm gonna plow that I'm ass. Plow my ass. But still, if you think about it, she could have a reality TV show. She, I, I feel like that. she could. Doing what? You look at Honey Boo Boo. She got a reality TV show. That's the kid, right? That's the kid. What they do? What they do? She was doing that the toddlers and Tierra shit. She can do it too, but the thing is, oh bitch, you, you know for sucking on a tampon. So that would be cool. so sad to be like her kids and be like, yo, my mom's famous for sucking on a tampon. I'm gonna try it out too. Yeah. Yo, that's nasty. Yo, I would not even trust that bitch with um Kool Aid or fruit punch. Cause I don't know if you just seep your little period blood in it and be like, ooh, this tastes so delicious. Oh yeah, it's my poom poom juice. Okay. What if she did that? What if we don't even like? What if that's all? That was all fake. That's true. That too. But she did pull it out of her like pants. But you could easily like put Kool Aid in like a tampon, put it in your pants, and then pull it out right. No, I don't, Fred. When I mean she pulled it out as a woman, she, I knew she had that shit in her cooch. Okay. She pulled that shit out, and it was sticky. It looked sticky. Okay. It looked sticky, okay? That shit looks sticky. <laughs> it looks sticky. That's nasty. Because if you saw that blood clot, I-, I could show you a picture of the blood clot if you want, but no, we ain't going to do we, that. We, we, we straight. That was random talk with Wista and Fred. Just want to let y'all know we're going to have random talks all the freaking time. But before we introduce who's here, you know Travis Scott is in the sunken place right now? Is Travis he? Scott is in the sunken place. Why? Travis Scott is dating Kylie Jenner, everyone. As a fan of Travis Scott, I'm not, I'm like, I'm hurt, but you know what? I'm just gonna let him do what he has to do. You know, Kanye looked like a robot right the now. The second since... play season is that ass. That's, That's true. Shit. I'm not gonna lie. Kylie's a beautiful girl. Yes, some things are artificial. I ain't got most no... things are artificial. Okay, but most things are artificial. But it's, but it's fine. It's fine for her. Like I said, I can't denounce the Kardashians because yo, we really thought they wanted the 15 minutes of fame. They still here. I think people fuck around on Kylie because they can't get the other ones. 
That's true. I mean? That's like, true. That's true. That's true. It's like it's like it's like when your mom's won't get you a PS3, so you get a PS2. Oh damn! You know? It's like one of those things. Uh, you can't really put her on the PS2 level. You got to put her in like the fucking Sega or like Kylie Jenner. Know? I wouldn't. Like, oh, I ain't calling Kylie Jenner no Sega. <laughs> you have her GameCube. She a GameCube. That's it. She ain't no GameCube. She a GameCube. <laughs> Xbox. Xbox 360. She ain't oh, Xbox. Xbox is dope. Yo, you had hold on. Before <clears throat> I get back to this, remember Kadesh? Yeah. So Kadesh said this girl shit like an Xbox 360. So there was this girl walking by. This <laughs> that girl, don't even make sense, but that's mad no, funny. This girl I was walking like by. This girl was walking by. She had red hair. And Kadesh really said, yo, shorty looking like an Xbox something. And I'm like, yo, Kadesh. Because this is a bigger girl, too. Yeah. And I'm like, Kadesh, you just literally said oh, that. Oh, damn. I said, Kadesh, you literally just said she looked like an Xbox 360. He's like, what does an Xbox 360 look like? I said, so we were in that um, office room. I said, you look like she, you said she looked like a hard drive. Like, you said <laughs> shorty shit, like a hard drive. Yeah. Because an Xbox 360 looks like what? A hard drive. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all mad disrespectful. She got a little booty on her. He's like, mm, I don't know. You know, in that typical so what Kadesh. You, what you want to call her? She could have said, he could have said a, little, uh, a voluptuous woman or like someone with some shapes. She got some shape on her. She got some shape. She got a little shape. Xbox got shapes too. <laughs> <laughs> Rectangle, trapezoid. I can't stand you. This nigga really said she looked like Xbox 360. <laughs> crazy. I, I was really hurt. I was He's like, really yeah. girls look like console. <laughs> like, what? Damn. I'm done. I can't anymore. I can't with this foolishness. I the 2013 Xbox with no hard drive. Oh, my God. What about the controller? Did her feet look like the controllers? Nah, she got the wired controllers. Oh, shit. She didn't get the wireless. Oh, my God. But can we talk about one last thing before we let these people come on? I'm at the point where I just don't want to give advice to people that, like, don't truly, like, care about us. 100%. Because, like, you know, you have those friendships where, oh, I got some tea to spill, too, before we even bring these niggas on. Okay. So, first things first. I'm getting to the point where, like, you have those friends who come to you and ask you for advice, mm-hmm. but never really want to show that they care about you. Never. Like, not want to check on you. Never. I'm at the point where I'm like, fuck y'all niggas. I can't really help y'all out. No, If you y'all can't. can't really care about how I feel, why should I be helping you out and giving you advice to show you that I genuinely care? That's what if I'm saying. If I genuinely give you advice, that means I genuinely care about you. You're taking the time to I'm listen to the, them. I'm taking the time to waste my mouth. You're taking the waste time my to voice give them a y'all. productive answer. But y'all can hit me up and send me a text like, oh. The friends who are the worst are the ones where you give them, like, productive answers. Answers and you ask them something and they give you like a sentence. A like, sentence. Like, like, and you know the worst thing is you tell them that and they don't even listen to you and they go do the same shit all over again. I can't be giving advice to some niggas sometimes. I'm just like y'all fam, keep doing the I same had a, shit. I had, a, I had a shoddy ignore my text, reply back to me saying that she was sorry that she ignored the text mm-hmm. and then ignored it again once I replied. Ooh. And I was I was texting her specifically to get a homework assignment done. You know what I hate the most? Is when you text someone, you text them this nice long paragraph. It might be like a four sentence paragraph, and they just put K. Nah. nah, nah or they put nah, okay. Nah, nah, if nah, anyone nah, nah. texts me okay, I don't text you back. If you a college I'll graduate, you nah, if, you, if you go to high school and you send me a you send me a okay, there's a problem. You know more words than that. If you send me an okay, I don't care who I'm texting, I don't care what level of friendship we on, you send me okay, I'm ignoring you until you text me again. Because mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with no right there we Right there, we okay. cutting it off. That's Mm-mm. it. We're not dealing with that. I'm not texting you K. Because that shit period pisses about, me off. How do you feel about people not responding in like... What? Like three days. People, oh, I fucking hate that shit, but I do that shit sometimes. Three days, though? Three, okay, I can't do three days. I can't. Three is long. Like. Three is freaking long. I can't do oh, three what, days. We'll push it to four, like... 
Oh, we'll push, oh. The, we'll push the. If you're not responding in four days, but you, but you, they're not responding, but you see that ass post on Instagram, oh, I can't stand Snapchat, that shit, Facebook, and everything. I'm like, really? I'm like, you couldn't where, answer me I'm back. Like, where are you posting from, though? Are they on Facebook Messenger texting other people, but they can't text you back? Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not doing that shit. I'm cutting you off right then and there. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the T section now. All right. So this is about our home girl. This, you know, this home girl. Other people don't know this homegirl. I know her. I'm a guest. Keep going. Yeah, you know this homegirl. This is a home. This is a mutual homegirl that me and Fred have because you know how it's like um, people have been coming to us. They're like, oh, well, you know, because a lot of people think that we talk shit about them sometimes, but we really don't. So I do. Well, not me, <laughs> but we're just trying to make sure because we really ain't trying to get in trouble. I don't. I don't. We usually, when people. we talk about like certain topics, we usually like ask our friends about it. And we asked. I asked this friend if we talk about it. So my home homegirl was dating a dude for a month, a white guy. One month. For a month, okay. they got to know each other. He's 26. Nice dude. Works in the how, financial how district. She? She's like 20. Works in the financial district. Why, why Andre looking at us? Andre's here, y'all. But Andre looking at us like, yo, I want to know who this is, too. You're going to introduce him later. We're going to introduce you later, Andre. You can give your input. We'll let you give your input after we're done telling the story. But back to the story after mm-hmm. that little tangent. Yeah. She's 20. Yeah. Black girl. She got a body on her. She got booty. Okay. Short hair. Yeah. And she's dating this white dude with glasses. He's 26, works in the financial district, has money. Yeah. They met on OkCupid. Okay. They went on a few dates. They just connected because they like comic books and all that weird shit. Okay. Which is not weird. It's just, I said weird shit because, you know, yeah, yeah. it's different. It's not common. It's not common for some people. Yeah. They go on dates and everything. He asks her to be um his girlfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like. Quick. In like in a three three week span, he was like, "Can you be my girlfriend?" Because they went on dates. Yo, I look when she was telling me this shit, I was kind of tearing up because I felt I was watching a movie. Three weeks. So into the relationship, a week into the relationship, they would chill at his crib and everything because he has this bougie ass apartment somewhere in downtown, one of those bougie ass buildings. Okay, they would chill together. You know, she would she would give homeboy sloppy toppy. Sorry, girl, I have to say. That's it? No, I'm not done yet. Oh. So after he got some sloppy toppy, he was like, yo, you can get the keys to the apartment in one week, Fred, in the relationship. He said, you could get the keys to the apartment, bitch. Wait, oh, wait. All he got was sloppy toppy? Some sloppy toppy. He, 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 he didn't even smash? And he, he didn't. She, 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 she ain't really ready for that. She, she could, like, she, she, she'll do a little sloppy toppy, but she ain't going to do... All that other she mess. got the keys. She got the keys. She got the sauce. Wow. So she, she gave him some sloppy toppy. He's like, you know, if you here's I'm gonna get you an extra key to the crib. You can drop your stuff. <laughs> you can do everything you need. I'm gonna let you do what you gotta do. You can bring your toothbrush. You can bring your underwears, your panties, everything. He says Shorty can bring her panties, even her period ones, my dude. You probably a panty sniffer, I know. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> So she was like, that's a little bit too intense for me right now. I don't want keys to your place. Because I personally wouldn't want keys to someone's place in one week in the relationship. Because what if something happens to you and I got keys to your place? They don't think I killed you, my nigga. They don't think I did something Tell to you. Tell her to give me the keys so I can throw a banger. That's oh, it. Oh, okay, friend. <laughs> but let it. me ask you this before yeah. we continue the story. Yeah. If a shawty you were dating, yeah. she, like y'all have only been dating for like a few weeks. She said, oh, babe, you can get the key to the crib. What are you going to do, Fred? Are you going to take the keys? <laughs> I'm going to take it, but my head, I'm like, yo, she crazy. <laughs> I was like, this is a problem. I'm like, she's going to try to kill me in that crib. I know it. So I can't fall asleep in that house. I, and I got to check for cameras in the house. Facts. I, I got to I gotta do some research. Facts. I got I to gotta make sure that she's not a serial killer. Because that's that's a total fact right there. Tendencies. 
So back to the story after the whole getting the keys to crib, she declined that. She was like, "This is too early in the relationship, anyways." So then he didn't want her to live there, right? Just like spare keys, just spare keys, so she can come and chill in the place. I was like, "Girl," I texted her. I was like, "Bitch, we could have went to go chill at his crib. He got Apple TV. He got a fucking Google Chrome. Everything." I was like, "Yo, give me some opportunities to chill. Direct me to the snacks. Let's go." (laughs) And you know he got money, so he got them bougie ass snacks. What a rich potato chip set. The organic potato chips that cost like five bucks a bag. Nah, nah, I want the junk. Nah, that's true. Because, you know, niggas like Andre like Ruffles. He's out here saying the potato chips. He wants some Ruffles. You see? Mm. But. The man going to have three different bags for the same flavor. <laughs> so she declined the whole key thing. Okay. And then on. So a few weeks after the whole key thing, he tells her that he loves her. Okay. It's like he's basically like in lust with her, but like he's you know how like some people are in lust with someone, yeah, and they just like yo, I'm in love with this girl. We have everything in common, everything. I honestly feel like it's just like a socially awkward person who yeah. has a lot of money and just doesn't have the time. To yeah, like he's kind of socially awkward. They were even talking about how like they're both socially awkward. They had conversations about that. Yeah. So there's a certain point where they were supposed to go on a date, and he actually talked about her with his parents. Ooh. Ooh, you know, in a month into the relationship, you already talking Ooh. about the girl with the parents. So you gotta realize this is a white dude dating a black girl. So a few days after he met up with his parents, told her, told um, told them about her. He's like, we need to talk. So they go to the Peru. They wait, and she's waiting for him. Homeboy walks up to her, and he's like, "Oh man!" They have like their little hangout. He's like, "I need to talk to you. Okay. I can't date you no more because my parents don't think I should date you." Ooh. And he's like, "There's six reasons why." Yeah. And he he only told her three reasons. There's <laughs> 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 six reasons. <laughs> I just see him taking out a notebook. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? This is our home girlfriend. This is terrible, but like six reasons. (laughs) So she said there are six reasons to why I can't date you. And then he's like, she's like, okay, so why can't you date me? And then he's like, well, one be that, okay, so one is that she's a student. Okay. And then the second reason being that, oh, you're too young. Okay. And the third reason being that, oh... The third reason she ain't got a job. Yeah. And then I asked her. I asked her straight <laughs> up. I was like, okay, so what are the other reasons? The other three reasons. I said, okay, girl, I'm not going to say her name. I almost said her name, but I'm not going to say her because I love her. I, I'm not going to say her name because I love her like that. And I told her I was not going to say her name. Yeah, you should have. But um, he, she, I was like, girl, maybe it's because you're black. Yeah. And she was like, no, it can't be that. She never asked the other three reasons. That's reason three. Like, that's reason three. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, girl, I was like, girl, it's because you're black. Cause, but another thing is, we don't know how he told his parents about her. I was like, they probably think you're a black girl, you're a gold digger, you know, because they be watching the movies. With the, you, know, you know, they watch too much scandal, so they probably think she like Olivia, although Olivia got money. They, they probably think she's a character from a Tyler Perry movie. The facts. That's, they probably think like that, too. But I was just saying, I'm like, girl, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Like, I guess they're on a break now. He's like, you know, I'm in love with you. I think we need a break so we can be friends. I'm like, girl, you know damn right you're going to run back to that nigga, give him some sloppy toppy. He will be back in love. That's it. But still. So she's, she's, she's dropping him? She's not dropping him, like, because she really does like she said that She said she's taking a break, or he's taking a break? He's taking a break. Okay. But she's going to contact him in three weeks to see how he's doing. Because when I mean this dude is in love with this shawty. He's not yo, in love. Yo, he's in lust. He's I mean. not in love. He's in lust. But you tell me, 
one week into a relationship, we already getting the keys. When I'm you love someone, you're not gonna do some shit like that. I'm getting the <laughs> But honestly, if a girl came up to me and she was like, oh, we can't date because of six reasons, <laughs> I was like, well, damn. There's <laughs> six reasons. Like, There's six reasons to why we can't date. Because you're young, you ain't got a job, and you're still in school. What are the three and reasons? You black. You black. You black. Else? You got a booty on you. Nah, just you black. You black. You, you African American. You black. <laughs> and you black. Yeah, that's it. I don't understand what else could happen after that, but that's fucked up. Like, that really is. I feel bad for her, but... Also, the other thing, I'm like, is it, is it... What if he's lying? What if he's lying? I think he's lying, too. Because she was telling me, I was like, what are his mannerisms? She's like, you know... He, but she was telling me how, like, they hung out after, it, like, they broke up. And he was, like, making, di- like, saying they different they things. Broke he was, like, they broke up. up. Remember? I told you they broke up. Okay, okay. Remember, he's like, oh, I need to talk to you. We need to break up, this and that. My parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, why should your parents... Why would he say my parents? Your parents aren't dating your partner. You ain't fucking the dad. You ain't fucking the mom. You ain't the mom's pussy. You're not eating the dad's dick. You're not, you're not sucking the dad's dick. Why Why does the parents matter? You like this bitch. She gave you some floppy toppy. Y'all like to talk. Y'all like to do... Com- y- y'all like to... Y'all like to do comic books, everything. And you 26. And you and you 26. And y'all really out here doing this type of mess. <laughs> so, that's why. I don't understand. Like, your parents shouldn't... The parents should not depict on what's happening in this relationship. They shouldn't. But you know what? Like I said, she's a beautiful girl. She'll she already got she'll move on and meet someone better. Although she'll find someone better. She'll find someone better. That's all I know. I have faith in her. I have faith in her too. And then one last tea alert before we get to the point of this whole episode is about our other homegirl who's also dating a white dude. You know which what one that do? is. Our preppy homegirl. Our preppy homegirl. You know <laughs> I can't stop laughing because this shit is so funny. Okay, so I'm gonna have to have Andre come and listen to him and talk. So Andre, you wanna wait, wait, you want you should, you should give Andre a formal introduction. Okay, though. so we have Andre here. Y'all have heard this nigga from like three episodes already. Mm. AKA Sex Batman. AKA I'm five seven. Hey. I gotta be a freak. AKA I use the same vibrators on all my bitches. Hey, <laughs> he said, hey, hey hold on, hold on. I, I, I changed I changed my ways now. I'm throwing out the whole. Yo, stop with this preacher voice. <laughs> what you got now? Get to the point, what? please. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in markers. Process of investing in a new collection. But yo, yo, okay, well, hold on. Yo. Can I can I can we talk? Can we we'll talk about that later? We're we'll gonna talk about it later. But can we get to the point how it started? So I was like, yo, girl, shawty, let let's let me show you something. And Andre likes this video called "Strippers in the Hood Triple X." If y'all y'all should watch "Strippers in the Hood Triple X." It's good now, let, now, Andre, you want to tell on your side because it, it's either way. We were both there. Was that when I was in the room? No, you weren't in the room. Okay. So yo, she's like the she's, preppiest yo, girl. Yo, mind you, mind you. I have shown everybody yeah. strippers in the hood triple X for entertainment purposes. Course, you know what I'm saying? An educational value. Uh-huh. Um, we tried to play for this girl. She literally yelled from start to finish. Like, it's so loud that the white people had to come in and be like, oh my God, is somebody getting mauled by a bear? Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. yo, that's, that's, that's wild shit to me. Like, damn. I have a question. Mm. What? So you're on the right? Our homegirl. Yeah, our homegirl. She's like the preppiest Has girl she ever. Not, she's not a virgin, though. Um, I don't know. She I, said I she like, won't I, answer the question, I just, so... I just feel like it's kind of like, if you're... Maybe I'm just being, like, presumptuous, but I feel like if you had, like, sex multiple times, you shouldn't be freaked out by porn. You uh, shouldn't. You know? But she said that she will not answer like, the to question. The, to the point where you're yelling and screaming... 
Well, that's, that's just drama, you know. She, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, she just. You if, you, if you're not, if you're a person who doesn't want to like see it in person, I mean, see it in like a public space. Like I understand that. Like, yeah, I'm like that too. I'm like, I'm not trying to watch porn with like ten people around me. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like to be screaming and shit. Like, I think it's not that deep. Like. Uh, I mean, it is, but it's not. You watch videos to figure out how deep it is, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's not though. Yeah. So basically, what happened is I like to. St- I always end up being the shit starter when it comes to these discussions we have in that room or in general. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, girl, you got to see this video because she wasn't there when we was watching those videos. What so I showed. So I showed her. There's an episode Who's where like the dude is basically doing a handstand eating the girl's pussy. Like so episode. she starts. She starts screaming. I'm like, girl, relax. She's like, oh my god, I've never seen porn before. I've never seen porn before. I've never seen it. Oh my god. <sighs> she like breathe like. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I'm like, bitch, relax. I'm sitting there looking at this bitch like, you're so dramatic right now. Stop forcing it. We know you're a freak. You're a quiet one. So she texts her boyfriend. Oh, you think she's one of the people who are just trying to regress everything because secretly they're like. I think she a freak. I think she's doing it. I told her shit. I was like, when you're, you're a super for freak like that, some people, you know, you're one of two people. You either like me out in the open public for everybody to see or you hide because honestly, most people, how many people are really accepting to hear, like, topics that, especially I have brought to the podcast? Like, how many people are really going to be open to just talk like that? Not many people. Yeah. Until somebody breaks the ice and then makes it comfortable for everybody else because it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So course. I really don't blame her for, you know, wilding. But before I answer any more questions, yeah. to the girl who got the keys to the apartment. Yeah. That should have been an immediate red flag. Okay. Okay. Let them know. Immediate. So we're going back to the other story? What's the immediate red flag flag for that? How you... I believe that they was trapped in lust because I got to tell you, girl, if you that good that he wanted to give you the keys to his Right after the sloppy toppy. But for something like that, though, sloppy toppy is not... Yo. It must be... It has to be like... Like, yo, but like if it's magical if he's giving the keys yo, to a condo yo, downtown Boston. Every guy remembers their three best experiences. Okay. We all remember our top threes. Okay. So if she makes it into the top three, you could do some wild shit just because. Also, I have a picture of the dude. I'm going to show you how the dude looked like. What if... What if- that's like you say, he's socially what if, awkward, what if too. it was his first time, actually? Maybe that's why he... No, it's not. It's not. She was telling well, me. Well, I'll tell you this. No, I'll tell you this. How she know? There's two it's first times. It's most likely not his first time. There is, no, there's two types of first time. Okay, let me know. Let me tell you. Look, tell me. And please. actually, sex in general. Yeah. There's your first time ever yeah. and your first time great. Oh, you're right. You're if right. that's his first time great... Yeah, he'll do some wild shit. That's fair. So this is him. He, he's he's like that little awkward nerdy dude. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of like that awkward nerdy. He looks dude. like uh, oh, he's a real brother. He looks you know like he, he looks like, like Spider Man. Him, me and him have a good time <laughs> talking about comic books and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what? But he looks like Peter Parker, right? Heck yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. One of the and he enjoys his sisters. Yeah, he does. Oh, he's a good man. He's a good man. But like I said, can he get, can he can he get a prayer? Nah, we ain't doing no prayer. He didn't give his other three reasons. So he didn't I'm give his other hold, three I'm reasons. Hold on that prayer, just yeah. in case I need to you know what? Give my damn self. Because I asked, because I know, because I know a lot of people be like, "Yo, did y'all really just talk about your homegirl?" We asked her. We asked her if we could talk about this. Just want to let you know, we just didn't willy nilly talk go, about I, it. Hold on, hold we hold asked her. Me, may, may I interject real quick? Okay, you can interject. So these people that I hear about. People will attack what's the about you know this this shit talking on the podcast and whatnot. Like shut your damn mouth. Like come to this room and I will personally shit talk 
to you. Because the thing is, here's my thing. I feel like a lot of the people who are talking, like, this shit about, like, the podcast are people who, like, already talk shit in the daily. You know what, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like... Now it's just like, oh, like, it's almost like, it's almost like when you do something bad and you're attacking another person for doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we actually, like, ask everyone. Yeah, um, we to, ask to, permission. Yeah. Like, because I just want to make sure that, because I know, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, y'all are going to taste it. I'm like, and they're not even, like, actually, and these people are not even fans. These are just people who just like to listen just to, like, you know, say something that, we, like, be like, oh, we said something wrong. But it's yeah. like, no, like, we didn't, like. It's not that serious. But, you know, you just got to let people know this is someone we asked. We asked for consent when it comes to these situations. I asked her. Because, you know, I ain't trying to have people like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, she got the keys to the crib. But back to the other story. We don't want to, like, mid-tangents about, like, certain situations. Back to the situation with our friend with the um, whole porn and everything. She texts her boyfriend. It's like, oh, my God, babe, I'm traumatized. I'm like, oh, God, we're going to see what this homeboy says. He's like, why, babe? She's like, my friend showed me porn. And he's like, you never seen porn before? And this girl was shook that her boyfriend watches porn. She was shook? Yeah, she was kind of shook that her man seen porn before. You can ask Andre. She even showed us the messages. It was funny. It was funny. Like, like <laughs> when I mean, because she showed us the messages, you would be laughing. I feel like she was expecting an answer that she didn't get. It's like you wait for a package for a week, and then after a week you realize, oh crap, this package never came, and then you realize the package came three days earlier, so you just shocked, like, oh, it's oh one of God. those types of things. Like, and it was, it was funny, it was a high class car. I could have told, I could have told her, your man watches porn. I could have told her. Now, there are plenty of people out here who don't watch porn, I give you that. But to say you've never seen porn? Lie. I doubt that. Lie. And him... Yeah, uh, he, he watches porn. Come on, bro. He watches on, porn. Bro. Like on, he bro. watches porn. Come on, bro. Let me tell you something too. I put money on it. He watches Ebony guy, porn. I put money on it. I put money on it. Any white guy who's ever been with black women, he watched Ebony porn. porn. He watched Ebony porn. porn. Let me tell you something. What the, the interracial stuff? They they make it change. They make it change your whole opinions. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's some craziness. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But not only that. So the funny thing is, I'm, I'm so he ta- I'm he texted shock. her. He said, "Babe, I love it when you can be naughty but also innocent." So I said, okay, bitch, you about to get dicked down. So on Saturday night, it's like 11 p.m. I'm trolling. I'm like, yo, I'm about to go to bed. Let me troll some of my friends. I text her. I said, yo, do your man give you the dick yet? And guess what? She got the text message. She was actually with her man watching Netflix, eating popcorn, and she was shook. And then she showed her man the message. He was like, yo, is she really here, like, watching us? So the fact that I texted her and she was with her man, I was like, yo, y'all should just Netflix and chill. I don't understand. Just just get it done. I mean, they were doing half of it already. They were doing half Netflix. of it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> this, is, this, this is also, like, odd to me. Like, I can't even, like, process, like, that story. Why can you not process it? Yo, like, you have to be there to, like, experience it. I can't process it. That's how funny it was. It, like, the fact, like, you know how, like, some people are overdramatic? This sounds like a hyperbole. Everything about it is just like... Oh, no, no. I, I personally think it is. Yeah, it is. it is. Personally for me, I just found it funny. Like, her, like, her personality, you can tell she's fairly reserved. So, I am not. So, for me to 
put something as controversial as pornography out there with the volume on, by the way. Yeah, we have the volume <laughs> on. We have the volume on high. You know, to somebody who who's more reserved, that's that's that could be you know shocking, somewhat offensive. So I give her credit for credit. Yeah, too, she know? told me she told me I was being she said what did she say I was being disrespectful? Yeah, I said the message. Oh, you said the message. I said the message. I said, bitch, you getting dicked down by your man yet? It's not disrespectful. It's a joke. I put LOL. It's more nosy. I put. I put. I put. But I put an LOL on the end. And LOL doesn't make something better. You're an awful person. LOL. Like I put. I hate your mom. Also, she didn't have to show her man the text either. This is true too. That's like asking for a problem. You don't really need to. You can check that for yourself. She put. I put an LOL smiley face like that Trey Song song. Yeah, she could just. She could just laughed it off and just like. Left it at that. Did I just say Trey Song song? Yeah. Yo, I'm sorry. I mean, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. It's, His okay, name good. is Trey Songs. Oh, Trey Songs song. That's better. <laughs> oh, you said Trey Song? I said Trey Song song. <laughs> Yo, I could take that's a like, That's like a full name, bro. T- Trey Song song. Like Trey Song Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Something like Shoot. P and Peel with the football players. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jack Mary's tag Derrick Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. But now that we're already talking about music, let's get to the point of this. Although we went 36 minutes into talking about random shots. Yeah, we got 30, we got 30 now we got 30 this. minutes to talk about this music shit. So we got Andres obviously here. We got B to the N to the P. Y'all know that nigga, the rapper, Ben P. He gonna fr- spit freestyle. Miss the end, what the? It's B to the E to the N to the P. It's, it's oh, man, you I said BP. I had a B to the E to the P. My name ain't BP. We got Ben P because you come out of EP, so I said BP. He come with an EP out. Yeah, he got EP coming out. Let's go. Put your plug in, my nigga. All right. So, my newest project is completely produced by myself and my manager, David Altenor. It's called I Am Number Eight. Well, my question, hold on, 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 hold on. I ain't trying to roast you or anything. I'm not really trying to roast you. Because I got love for you. Like, I I got love for you. Yeah. What does the eight stand for? Does um, it mean the eight years you've been in doing the whole music? No. Um, this, the, the whole EP is, a con- the concept of the EP is shaped around the story of King David in the Bible. Oh, okay. Um, the story is basically about um, the rise of David, how he became a king. So, like, I'll give you a quick rundown. Like, it's literally, like, David was the youngest of eight children. But, like, mm-hmm. since oh, since okay. he was he was the last one, but, like, he was treated badly, like, kind of like a servant more than a child because he was born from a different woman. So, like, he had oh, a different mother. Oh, okay. He had a different mother than the rest, of the, the, the rest of the other brothers. So, he was treated badly. He was seen as the runt of the family. So, like, um... There was there was a time where um, I think who was the king at that Solomon Solomon was looking for an heir to the throne so he sent no God was looking for an heir to, I said Solomon God <laughs> God was looking for an heir to the throne to be the next king of Israel so the current king King Saul was sent oh to Samuel. Huh? prophet Samuel was searching Samuel was the it was one Samuel who, Samuel was the one who found David playing with the pig yeah, yeah, yeah. Bible study <laughs> this is not Bible study right now God damn. like ain't nobody listening to that. Summer. Yeah. We're gonna have the link for June, it, y'all. June, June 27th. June 27th. June okay. 27th. It's gonna be on Apple Music, everything, Spotify, all that mess. We got Cynthia here, aka one of our white homegirls. See here, she back again, white girl with the booty. Happy birthday, Cynthia. She 
I ain't gonna put your age out. I ain't gonna put your age out because you know what? I respect you. And then we got Bob Marley's long lost son, long lost Haitian son, aka Isaiah. Oh, I just want to let y'all know Isaiah has. It used to be a cigarette smoker, and now he is two days of not smoking a cig. Yeah, because the cigarettes are expensive. Well, I don't have to eat laundry. <laughs> That's true. You got to clean them clothes. Yeah. You got to clean them clothes. That's it. Or what? How many four for fours? Two four for fours. Mm. That's eight bucks. Yeah. Plus tax. That's two four for fours Yo. by Wendy's. <laughs> mm. Okay, so the point of this, Fred, Isaiah, and Andre love to talk about music, and they were like, Yo. Oh, Ben's here too. My bad, Ben. You know, you wasn't in the conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Just because I forgot you, you're going to put a freestyle on the end. But Ben, I mean, who? But Fred, Andre, Ben, <laughs> and Isaiah. I might be fucking up. Let me take the L. I won't bounce back from that. The three, <coughs> these three mofos been having a discussion about music, and we're going to let them have this discussion. Yes, I will chime in, but you know, I ain't trying to get roasted, because Fred be roasting me all the damn time. But that's our friendship. So, yeah, guys, what's, what are y'all going to start with? In the uh, music discussion. I, and no, not Ben, I didn't say your name. They got to start first. <laughs> the three niggas. Yo, Isaiah, because Isaiah's, yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah's the one who brought the topic up. I brought the topic. <laughs> like I said, Isaiah's the one who brought the topic up. <laughs> 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 listen up, listen up. All right, I know exactly <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we just stop this for a second? How are you gonna come on my podcast and tell me to shut the fuck up? Jesus, I said shut your ass up first. Shut your ass up, man. Yeah, specify. You want to tell me shut my ass up? I might have to cut your part out right there. We put you plugged in the. You know how you know I'm crazy. You know what? Okay, let's get to this point, y'all. Try to tell me shut my ass up. So. Basically, I was telling Fred earlier, what I want to start with is, uh, what necessarily would you say is your criteria for putting your rappers, your artists, or whatever, at your top three, your top five, whatever, whether it's, like, relevancy for throughout the years, whether it's, um, it could be anything, it could be their influence, it could be literally anything. What do you say is what makes them the best to you? Okay. I'll tell you, so uh, what would you, would you say first, Fred? Me? You, yeah, because he asked you first. Um, okay. I didn't actually give much thought to this question yet, um, but I guess I would say uh, social social impact. Like, not even just like an album, like, did you drop like a song that like changed like a generation or like mm-hmm. guided a generation through like something? Um I feel like, I feel like since I'm like more inclined to like a lot more like older school like old like old school rap, I definitely care about like lyricism and like flow. Um you said three criteria, right? Well just anything that you would like if I were to ask you what your top three favorite artists were, you're gonna give me a list. But I'm asking why what makes you choose those artists? I guess like to sum it up, sure, I would say impact. Just like were you able to like was your music able to like transcend to more than just something that was like like pleasurable to the ears you know what i'm saying like yeah. were you able to like was it like did your music manifest into something like greater you know that's that's like that's like what i would look at Is you it, know would your music be something that people would remember yeah like 10 years later 10 15 years later mm. hmm, okay but yeah. you be? me um i'd have to say lyricism is a big thing for me because that's that's how that's how i you know as a rapper, I, I um, you know, shape my craft, craft around um, lyricism, lyricism being around um, metaphors, punchlines, you know, just just a simple 
um, being able to say something to not only get your message ac- across, but to keep people paying attention. Yeah. So, um, lyricism is a thing for me. Um, impact and impact and influence is, is another thing because you have you have to be able to you know um, set your mark on the game. Obviously, yeah. It's, you can't. There are a lot of one hit wonders, and if you're a one hit wonder, shot boys. No. Shop Boys, no. Trillville, Party like a rock star. No. I wasn't. I wasn't Trillville. Let me get some cut. What it is, ho? What's up? I even know that. Travis I, I Porter, completely forgot. Yeah. Yep. Make that Travis Scott had Travis. I mean, Travis, Travis Porter. Porter. Travis my bad, Porter. man. Travis Porter had more than one hit. Travis Porter's biggest hit was Make It Rain Make Trick, it rain. and that was the beginning really? of the Really? I thought it was era. okay now, ladies, because everybody yeah, get crazy. Tiger? Okay, that, that was them, too. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Wait, two hit was, that a, was that a Tiger song that they no, were featuring? No. That them and Tiger, Tiger was featuring. Okay, you know, I always thought that was a you Tiger know, song. You know, you know, you know Tiger is, is singing like that? Ty- Tiger kind of made the song, though. Cause that's like, why That's why I always thought it was a Tiger song and they featured. Yo, no, it was a remix. Tiger. Ty- mm. Tiger, Tiger hopped on the remix. They, okay, they had okay. an original one, and then Tiger... So what are you saying? Yeah, so... Lyricism. Lyricism. Making a mark. Making a mark. And one one more would be, I guess... Talent in general, like if you gotta, you gotta be able to not only in, in what in what sense though, like talent in, in terms talent, of like, talent like in marketing of, and like branding or like talent in terms of adapting to okay. like the times. Okay. Like yeah, if, no, if you can, if you can, if you can, you can shape your music around you know what's trending right now and be able to stay hot and keep keep your keep your hand it. keep keep your foot on the fucking neck of the game. Then yeah, dude, that's that. Like for for example, Drake. Drake, as much as um, as much no, as no, people no, don't, right. as much right. as people don't right. like him, bro, he knows how to adapt his music to what's trending right now. Yeah. I can't lie, he does. No, he, he does. does. I, he hey, knows. everybody knows. I can't stand the dance hall infusion stuff that he does. Yeah. It's fun to listen to in the club, but it's not good music. Okay, you but, know what? I can't even lie because that dance hall infusion when Drake be doing it, it be popping. Mm-hmm. No, like, it's I can't hey, lie. That's, that's I be sitting no, in no. my toilet. You dancing. have you have plenty of songs that are club popping, and you hear it, and it's just like, all right, you gonna have. But for example, Make It Rain Trick by Travis Porter. Mm. That song goes off in the club, everybody twerking. Oh, yeah. But you're not just going to be chilling, listening to it like, oh, Make It Rain. I'll be doing that. Nah, that's you. I'm not judging nah, for that. Because I'll be listening to Waka Flocka's Heart in the Pain while I'm reading the well, book. Hold up, Waka Flocka again, and this is where, you know, the conversation when we talk about impact. Waka Flocka and Brick Squad for a huge solid 2008. Impact. Brick Squad was, oh, yeah. yo, Gucci Mane is oh, huge yeah. because yeah, of Brick Squad, Squad. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, like, and so, like, this is where, you know, the whole, like, impact like, and relevancy stuff. And I, I get what you're saying. You, be, you. But you got to, but the only problem with that is now that opens the door for the artists. Because, hey, for people who throwing two chains in their top, in their top Ooh, 10, guess what? I forgot about two chains. chains. Yo, but two chains, for example, can make lyrical music. He yeah, chooses he can. not to. He chooses not to. And he said this like, in an interview. He said, yo, intellectual music takes too long to sell and almost never sells. Mm. So why am I going to waste my time doing it? I'm going to put out this ratchet fire and get paid. <laughs> Play a circle. Let's go. Double bag boy. Double bag boy. Drake wasn't really on the whole you know, dance hall wave until he did work with Rihanna. Yeah, that and then once he once he saw how big that went, that's when he decided to come out with Controller. Yeah, and one and dance and then all one the day, blend yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. passion fruit. But that's what about, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. what about you, Cynthia? What, what makes what? I love how I just constantly. Content? What about you, Cynthia? What oh, you man. like? Andre's face, like oh, I can't wait to listen to that. I think one of the major things is 
social relevancy um, and just like a long-lasting impact. Like one of my favorite all-time hip-hop songs, KRS-One. Which one? Ooh. I don't even know what the title is. I just know I just is like sing it. The bridge is over. No, it's my friend brought me to see him. He played with him, and he like brought me to a show. It's like the whoop whoop. That's the son of the police. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like for me, that's huge because now every time I see, KRS One. Yo, KRS One came out with some jams. The bridge is over. That was for me when I think about KRS One. I always think about Nine Millimeter. Yeah, yeah, but again, so KRS-One was another one who brought rap into the current modern age. He's one of the people, at least. Mm. Well, I got that, that, pu- that, that pushed the gangster rap. Yeah, but the, but the pioneers, you know, that I, I agree with you. With I agree with that, yeah. Saying. What was a rapper in my top ten for me? Definitely lyricism, yeah. key, everything like that. But to me, I'm a big like fan of, like, truth. Okay. If, if, you, if, you, if you're rapping about a lifestyle that you're not living... Or that is not relevant to you anymore. Yeah. Why are you talking about it? That's fair. So I understand the story. The yeah. story's necessary. Yeah. But if you somebody who's you know rapping hardcore lifestyles that you ain't never lived. Yeah. He ain't getting no respect. You just you just you're, 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 like you're, you're studio gangster. Your studio gangster. Your studio gangster. Yeah. yeah. Just, they're rapping. Their that's their real life. Mm. Yeah. And, I, and people don't understand. I put Common as my favorite all time. I agree. And, yeah. I like. But that. that's because Common again lyricist. Long-term impact. Active. He's been doing this since 1989. Yeah, his album um, Resurrection. Even Con- even Kanye West, one of the all-time greats, yeah. calls him an influence to him. Yeah. So if you are influenced to a current legend, what's that put you? Kanye put like common next to like to people like Mad Ladlib and like Jay Dilla. That's like a that's like a high Yo, that's a high I, honor. But but you know that's what the funny honor. thing is. Common and Jay Dilla did a lot of work together. Mm-hmm. Like they they were the team of Chicago. Yeah, which is where which is why Kanye West talks about them so much. And mm-hmm. it's like, yo, that like that was Chicago's like theme at the time before the drill music, of course. Like, so I I feel I feel like the the whole drill scene kind of like like it put Chicago back on the map in terms of hip hop, but like it it kind of set that negative connotation. But yeah. you know, I gotta like, disagree with you on that though, mm-hmm. because Chicago never left. You, yeah. you went from nineteen. You go from nineteen eighty nine. That's when Common starts his career. Then he, he releases Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Then in two thousand, he releases like Water for Chocolate, which mm-hmm. is, has that song "The Light" that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then two thousand three ish, who who hops on the scene next from Chicago? Oh, next from Chicago, West. Kanye West. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and, and Kanye yeah. West is still relevant even right now. Mm-hmm. We may not have liked some of his albums, but even to this day, we still talking about Kanye West, and he's still putting out quality music. And so those, Chicago never left, and, and then you have Chief Keith and all the But no, but you're missing, you're missing, you're, 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 you're missing a big around. one though. Yeah. Then they passed the choice to Lupe Fiasco. Lupe yeah. Fiasco, crazy, after Kanye and Lupe cites Kanye and Common. Exactly. This is where this is why I put Common up there because you see Common and Kanye. Mentor Lupe, like weren't they working together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were. I thought Lupe yeah, was it's Kanye's like, it's, yo, like it's music like, baby. Yeah, like, yeah. If, we draw, if we draw it though, it's like a family tree almost. Yeah, because for a while, Kanye West was being influenced by Common, mm-hmm. and his early stuff, like the graduation and all the other stuff, sounds right. a lot like Common's early productions. Like even the even even in Homecoming, when he took the the I met this yeah. girl when I was three years yeah. old. Yeah, Common, like oh, the college dropout. A whole I lot of these are very heavily, you know. Like common influence, mm-hmm. and it's like a family tree. So you got Common at the top, you got Kanye West next, you got Lupe Fiasco next, mm-hmm. and then you know, yeah, they got the branches. But drill music is more thanks to the South and what the South was at the time. Yeah, like, it wasn't like the, it wasn't like the well, Chicago natives. Yeah, yeah. can I just say I like 
much to what you're saying about like your influence, I really appreciate. I guess for me, yeah, um, all everything that you guys said, I mm-hmm. agree with. They're all great answers. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you're inf- not only the influence that other people have on you, but yeah. when you can actually like show people that like you have been like had you had you've had your ear to the ground, you've been yeah. listening to the scene. Like um, when you can like hear like in- inspiration from other artists, yeah, you know, and you're listening to a new song that someone came out with, and you're like, well, okay, wait, hold on, yeah, I've heard that little melody from like I don't know. Lauren Hill's like mm-hmm. miseducation or something mm-hmm. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and like literally you can tell where their journey came from mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a huge factor for me because like when you can like relate to like someone's music and that's one that's a huge connection on its mm-hmm. own but like when you can relate to someone else's music from someone else that they're connecting to yeah. I feel like it almost like gives you like this kind of like family tree connection where you're like okay I can see like you know I like Kanye so I, I have to like comment you know what I mean in a sense I have to, you know what I mean? Because you get little, like, bits and pieces. But a lot of people, honestly, a lot of people don't like the commons of the world. A lot of people don't like Lupe Fiasco. A lot of people don't like Wale. A lot of people don't like Andre. Wait, people don't like Wale? I never understood that. I never understood that. These are artists who rap in the same, like, category. Like, they have the same, they have a very similar style of rap. And a lot of people just, like... I know a lot. Of, a lot of the people who don't like Kendrick Lamar, a lot, of, and we talked about that the other day on the train. Yeah. A lot of people who don't like Kendrick Lamar. A lot of the people who don't like uh, J. Cole. A lot of the people who don't like Logic. A lot of people who don't like all these artists that we're naming mm-hmm. are the same people that tout Lil Boozy, Lil like Lil Uzi as like top rappers in the game. Yeah, who top who like like Boozy like Boozy <laughs> as top rappers in the game. Boozy. I don't listen to Boozy. And, 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 and yo, and I say this about Lil about Boozy in, in particular. Yeah. In the South, yeah. Boosie is huge. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Boosie yeah. is considered a legend to a lot of Southerners, and that's due to the fact that the South, again, starting from what we were talking about like earlier in time, that whole OG violent shit was the South. Yeah. It's, and that spread all the way to, to right. the North. Much of it started in the West Coast. Right. Spread, spread all the way to the, to, to, you know, the Midwest and Chicago, drill mm-hmm. music. Yeah. You know, because drill music, when it first came out, I'm not going to lie, I thought they were all part of Brick Squad. <laughs> yo, yo, I facts. I did. I, really I thought did they were all that. Brick yo, Squad. And then when people talking about, oh, nah, man, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't nothing to do with the South. That's drill. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell is drill? I thought drill, just, I, I thought that was Southern music, like, too. Yeah, yeah, ain't that like the Southern, the, like, trap star music? Like, the thing about the South is they, they put all their artists on a pedestal, mm. which is why, like... They do. Yeah, which is why they have so many legends. T.I. is a legend up there. Even even Kodak Black. Wait, 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 wait. They Uh-oh. do put a lot of artists on the, on, on pedestal, but some of them deserve to be there. T.I. So, forever King of the South. Yeah, T.I. I disagree on the King of the South part only because he has to compete with the likes of Andre 3000. But here's my thing, though. I think... I think Ti is the king of the south, but I think like Outkast and all those people, I think they're they're just legends. They're but, not they're but, like above like this now, like now, king title. This, this is the thing. Ti came out a couple of years after Ludacris. Yeah. So I personally put Dub Ludacris as the king of the south. Okay. Because when Chicken and Beer first came out, every other album that came out the south yeah. at some point, even Ti's sounded a lot like what Chicken and Beer was. Oh really? And okay. that's and that's the thing. So. And with the, the with the huge like with the huge like pool, and I put Ludacris up there, yeah. you know, I'm just like Fifty Cent, for example. For a long time, people thought the New York rap scene was dying out, and then Fifty Cent comes back on the map, and for oh, like 2002, mm-hmm. to from the from a Get Rich or Die Trying to some of his earlier mixtapes, all the way up to about 2008, this man was really on top of the rap world. Yeah, yeah, New York did come because that's what Ja Rule had. 
Yeah, uh, 50 Cent oh ruined Jaro's Rose career. Let's just say that. Yeah, and a bunch of songs like. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. I'm from New York. Oh yeah, New York, yo, but people, New but seriously York. though, when yeah, yeah. the re- and Ja Rule came out before Fifty was was popping, but, but the, the reason why people the, thought, yeah, the reason why people thought like New the New York rap scene was dying out is because from the '90s they had D Block, so you had Jadakiss, oh, yeah. you had just Styles P's of the world. But it was transition, and you know, yeah, Fabulous was who's coming. What out about the locks? The, the locks is still the nineties. This is why I'm saying they're like dying, like dying out. I'm sorry, it's that transition. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. They a lot of people thought the New York transition wasn't going to end well because it's like, yo, these guys are like they're starting to do their own thing, coming out with their own projects. D Block in particular, mm-hmm. Cameron, mm-hmm. Jim Jones, yeah. all of them, all oh, the people. They were all of them were trying to. All of them were really trying to do something else with music, yeah. but they weren't like we New York certified. Only Cameron was really holding down that New York certified. I think Cameron, Cameron, Cameron is he's a Cameron face of the set to and, me. And, J- and Kiss, yeah. who used to sell weed in New York. My cousin used to buy from Kiss before he actually got big. Yeah. And so, like, when these guys were trying to do more business ventures, people were like, what's the rap scene going to look like? Mm. And then here comes White Boy, Eminem. Oh, yeah. With his rapper, rapper who's wearing his bulletproof vest with no shirt on. And here comes 50 Cent. Just blows up the whole rap scene. Yup. Then brings in, fo- followed by 50 Cent, you got the Lloyd Banks of the world. Mm-hmm. You got the Tony Yeo. They carried the whole like G-Unit brand really on, their ba- on their back. And for years, G-Unit was New York. Yeah. And not even, like, in the side of it, like, they transcended G-Unit from, like, a rap group to, like, a business group. Like, they yeah. were, like, pushing merchandise, like, crazy. Hey, man, G-Unit everyone was selling wanted, Everyone wanted to be G-Unit. G-Unit Yo, yeah. G-Unit, was, G-Unit was selling women's lingerie at one yeah. point. I'm almost yeah. positive. Like, they got yeah. everywhere. They were, mm-hmm. they were a business. Like, yeah. they sold almost everything. Anything, anything that was popular to them, at some point, they sold it. I also feel like G Unit carried much of like the like the earlier rap styles of that era, like oh, yeah. the the baggy coat with the with the fur with the fur on the back. Of the but, 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 but yeah. you remember you remember, uh, you remember Cameron? Oh boy, when he yes, had a pink, pink Cadillac. Yo, 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 listen, Cameron's fit. That is the hottest fit <laughs> ever. That is the dopest shit I've ever seen. Oh my god. <laughs> But no one else can ever do that. Like, yeah. there's a complex list of Cameron's best outfits, and it's like 65 greatest <laughs> outfits in like history. Yo, he Yo. pulled up the pink phone. Yo, when he pulled up oh in the music God. video with the pink Cadillac Escalade, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, Mama, the I goat. want that same Escalade, but in black, <laughs> like, like, like not pink. And I was just like, man. You know, it's a wild the part goat. too. That was when rap was like. Super, super homophobic too. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who the hell y'all talking about? Virus is still homophobic. homophobic. What? Still. Wait, wait, wait. wait, No, 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 no. no, no. Still homophobic. But you're not. It's becoming so much more socially acceptable. And you and Fred of all people should know that when you guys told me to listen to Black Spider Man. But again, but hold up. But this will tell you logic is an outlier. But he's he, but yo, you can't say that but, he's not in mainstream. But he, he, here's, here's, oh, here's, no, he is, but, yeah, but even out. mainstream has his outlier. Homo, like homophobia and rap music literally go hand in hand because to the black community, homo, like like homosexuality is still not welcome. Mm-mm. It is not accepted. But here's no. but here's the thing though. Like yes, like rap has like currently is homophobic to an extent. 
But people are not saying the same words they were saying now. No. Back oh, yeah. in... Oh, yeah, yeah, back... But, but hold Do you remember up, the shit that fucking Nas was saying in Ether? about oh, yeah. About Jay-Z? Yeah. That was... And, and DMX, well, where the hood at? Yeah, where the hood at? about, you know, faggots, like... You yeah. Know, dick in prison. So exactly. Like, um, people are... Um, you gonna apologize for saying the F word? Because... It was a quote. It was a quote. Um, I'm quoting DMX from where the hood at. can you please go social justice on him? I'm not going to let that... He knows. He knows. I am quoting... DMX. He doesn't say that word on a regular DMX's basis. Song, that's not a word that's in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I am not using it in a derogatory sense. I'm using I it as a I just wanted to make sure. To the viewers who are listening. Yeah. Okay? Viewers, but, they ain't but, but, viewers. But, but, that, but, but, but that's your face. You're right. That, that, that specific <laughs> word is a word that has faded. And for great reasons, too. We should not be saying that. But it still pops up here and there. Well, But here's the thing, though. And it pops up mainly in diss tracks. But it... um. The, the gay community's lobby, yeah. in particular, is incredibly powerful. Yeah. That network, in my opinion, is more organized than the current, like, they're, they're under the umbrella of civil rights. Yeah. But what black people had, they're on that level with mm. organization and, and even unity. Okay. And this is where I'm saying, a homophobic slur yeah. in this day and age yeah. ends careers. So rappers, of course. so rappers yeah. know better. They should so know this better. Is the thing. Yeah. When uh, I Love McConey came out, and oh, yeah, Migos yeah. talking about, damn, that's a shame. Look at what this world is coming to. I can't believe that. Now, had Migos had come out and said, man, look at these faggot motherfuckers. I can't even believe oh, this. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Music. Over. Oh, no. Migos is done. Over. He had been done. Migos is done. Over. Of course. Now, they wouldn't have crossover appeal. Yeah. They'd still be relevant in the South because, again, in the South... They don't care about that. It's not welcome. So, yeah. that's, that's, so they ain't saying nothing new. Yeah. When I was in Oklahoma with my brother, they still refer to gay people as faggots. <coughs> that's regular terminology. Yeah. Well, they're Tennessee so, for a year, and it was... They, it's regular it was, terminology. You don't say Wait. the word homophobic or gay. No, no, no. It's just it's slurs. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's literally yeah. like, you, the word, like the word... Like they use the worst of the worst. So that's that's how they do it in the South. The, that's the, how you really know hip-hop is really homophobic is that you will never hear about a gay rapper becoming mainstream. It will never what happen. What about that's McCoy? I was going to ask. In the closet it'll for a while. never happen. Wait, hold on. I it'll was gonna never ask, happen. Do you think that the community, uh, hip hop community, would ever be no. on its like way to like actually mm-hmm. making that social? Hip hop, hip hop, gonna be around. Rap music is gonna be around. Fair. It was before us, and it will be around Wait, long after let me, us. Let me, so eventually, we'll get let there. Let me interject. I, I think hip hop's focus on like once again, like I, I think it's gotten better because. Once again, like, we were talking about, about, like, social impact. I think after, like, when the New Boys came and they just pushed this whole, like, skinny, skinny jeans, jeans like, tight shirts. Yeah, right, like, skinnies, colorful, yeah, right, skinnies, like, it was, it was It was very, like, flamboyant to those terms. Yeah. But no one was like, oh, man, that's, like, gay. They were like, oh, this is cool. We're having fun. This is the wave. And now that I see, like, the new rappers now are pushing that agenda even more. So I hate, a new, I hate on the new rappers when they're like, oh, like, like... I'm tired of like the old cats sometimes. Like we we're, we're doing something new. I get it in the sense where like they're like dyeing their hair, they're wearing like designer clothes, yeah. like wearing glasses, yeah, painting their nails, little yachty stuff like that. So like our un- so like our thug. so our understanding of like What's masculinity and femininity has changed dramatically, and I think that in itself is a huge push from you know the '90s like denim on denim Tims like. And like mad slurs, you know what I'm saying? Man, I still dress like that. Yeah, well, would you say that? We know you weren't going right break now. Down yeah. this barrier, it would take something drastic, like a, for example, like a homosexual rapper who does make it to mainstream and can I'll rap say this. like Kendrick. Can hey, rap I'll like say this though. Can... Off the bat, no. Off so the bat, like to, to come up, to come, to come up as an openly gay rapper in the business, 
No. He's think, not going to get he's I think, not gonna get I think I think it's one of those things where you'd have to be already super super good that's and then you'd be like that. and then you'd be like but, but, I'm gay. But, 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 no, 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 but that's but that's it's like it's like it's like it's like your career is already set in motion and in place. I love McConan as a perfect example. He had already come out with a hit, you know, uh, Tuesday. Yeah. He had already done remixes with, you know, Todd Dollar yeah. this and that. He came out as gay, what, late last year or early yeah. this year? Early this year. But, so, but he's for, already been in the music. I'm talking yeah. about somebody who's still in the mixtape LP but phase for, for, of their career. I don't, they're not okay, going to How gonna about this? Say Drake, yeah. just tomorrow, yeah. came out. Well, how do you think the public would they would, say they would take it? They'll they'll say probably, they'd love him even more. Yeah. I agree. So? They'd yeah. love him even more. He'd probably, he'd probably so get a new... Sense, so probably, in a sense, that goes into hip-hop has become more socially... He's already an icon. But, you, but she... But the, yes, but my point that I'm trying to make here is that if that's the case and you think that people would accept him, wouldn't that mean that in a sense that the hip-hop culture is becoming more No, no, no. We, we were never debating that. I said that it definitely improved because from the 90s and everything like that where these terms were were regularities, now they're almost never said unless they're in diss tracks in which people aren't paying attention to what, oh my god, he said such and such word. People are like, yo, he literally is roasting somebody. And even because in the, look, and even yo, the diss common, tracks. Common and Sweet rap calls Drake a faggot. That, 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 that is what he said in Sweet. On top like, of that... He does say that in the diss want, track. He does. He, he, he goes, you Canada dry. And he says, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you want to listen to somebody who's, who literally says faggot literally every four bars, Eminem. <laughs> but yeah. hold on. Yeah. But, 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 but Eminem, that's like Eminem, older, that's like Eminem, older Eminem, though. Eminem comes from 1995. It, Eminem comes that's from that like, era, though. Eminem, his reputation is angry white rapper music. Yeah. Yeah. So... As an angry man, yeah. you're going to say a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. Cause I'll tell you, I can only imagine Eminem must have slipped up and said nigga a couple of times. Yeah. That's what I'm I saying. If you, if, you, if, you, if you had that persona, you have an unlimited amount of leeway. Because yeah. at that point... And he had Dre behind him, too. Yeah. So it's... It's, it's like it's, a shield of protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not it's, only it's, that, but he came out so fierce that you didn't want beef with Eminem. So it's like, no. angry. he can say what he wants. Putting down Boston's music scene, too. He exactly. literally destroyed mm-hmm. Boston's music scene until right now, in which some of my homies are coming up. Rosewood Bay, mm-hmm. you know, G.O.D., you know, Cousin Stiz. Yeah. These, got, these rappers now, and Ben P., of course, these rappers in Boston now. You see how you did that on Nose? He's like, you me too. They have, these, these, these Boston rappers now have a chance because Boston has recovered from that. Literally, that, that major L, yeah, that, that 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 was a huge L. And Benzino, who he had his moment in Boston, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he Dumbass. was the biggest name in Boston at the time. Mm. And even other artists that was trying to come out of Boston, like Mass Pipe Miles, mm. their careers died fast, very fast. My, my Mass Pipe Miles signed with MMG and then was shortly released like two years later. So it's like, yo, they Eminem didn't just destroy his career; he destroyed the whole like areas rappers. So. Different story when it comes to Eminem. Yes. But again, music has... De- we, we as a culture have definitely become more progressive. I mean, look, when Migos said whatever it is that they said, first thing they did, less than three days. Apologies. They, apologies. Of course. Apologies. You know, it, it, Frank Ocean, when he came out talking about, you know... Uh, I think Frank is... I think, I think, I think Frank is the biggest example of yeah, that's progressiveness true. because... But again, I'll tell you this, though. Frank did not come out and say that... From the beginning, that's what I'm saying. If, I'm, if, I'm saying if you're cement, if you're cemented and you're already great, yeah, yeah, and then you come out and people people are gonna accept you regardless. They're yeah. gonna be like, oh, like that's that's dope. Like, and even Frank Ocean suffered his own fair share of abuse from the industry. Now, me personally, I have a stereotype about the industry in general. I think a lot of these artists out here are undercover gay, but because they're confused about what the what their career looks like after they come out, they're never gonna come out. 
I agree. That's why we are. I honestly believe when you're in that type of industry and at that level of fame yeah. and popularity and celebrity, that, you know, that, that's a part, a, part of, a part of it is also just like rappers, uh, like earlier rappers at the time trying to defend their masculinity, especially with, uh, you know, rappers like ASAP Rocky, you're like taking the lead with Kanye West and really trying to branch themselves in the fashion industry, which is predominantly gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the difference between ASAP Rocky and Kanye West was Kanye West never felt the need to defend his masculinity. That's he just true. he just did the, like 808 and Heartbreak. He was like, yeah, I'm going to wear this fucking white suit and have people dance around. But ASAP Rocky is always offending the fact that he's not gay. And I understand that because of where he grew up. You exactly, know? Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I was about to bring up. Cause, yeah, you know, he grew up in Harlem. The entire the entirety of the ASAP mob yeah. re- represents New York. And, you know, with, you got... That, again, the black community that he's coming out of, you know, when you referencing your neighborhood as Baghdad, you are, you gotta understand, he's lived through some shit. And so, the black community, again, when you're living around gangsters and stuff like that, you know, the, the gay community is not really in that. Yeah. Now, there are, of course, there are, there are gay gangsters out there. And they're some scary motherfuckers. But that, if he, ASAP Rocky, again, it's like you said, he had to defend himself from start to finish, even in the work remix, one of his last lines was, you know, the the same shit that we be rocking, you be calling us faggots, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, now you guys are rocking it. Yeah. So, but ASAP Rocky has proved mm-hmm. the point over and over again, so that's, that's all I'm saying. I get all that. Right. Um, well, moving on to another topic, I think we can, yeah. you know, we all... Yeah. I, 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 can I just, like, interject for a second? Yeah. Can you, like, please... You want me to calm down on that word? Yeah, right, please, because it, yeah, really, yeah. it really makes me uncomfortable. I got you. Because it makes me feel, like, not only that, like, certain words, like, the F word, the R word, they make me uncomfortable. Kick R word? I'm not... Uh, it's the word used to describe ableist individuals. A what? Ableist. People with disabilities. Retarded? You see? <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Okay, moving oh, on. Okay. 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 All right, let's discussion. not talk about this. Continue. Well, we're going to go to a more relevant topic, which Ooh. is basically... Oh, uh, hold on. For one second, because this has to do with rap music, Kodak Black found guilty for violating house arrest at strip it. club. Yeah, that makes sense. And he's looking for possibly eight years in jail. That nigga ain't getting out. For well, violating house arrest? Yeah, yeah, he's at a strip club. Or, or not a strip club, club. but a You're going to get club. eight years in jail for house arrest? He was on probation arrest? when he did it. But you're going to get eight years in jail to go to because you went to a strip club? Yeah, he already has yeah. multiple charges against him. And he has him. multiple charges in yeah. his. Well, I know that. He's actually, he's actually facing uh, a rape, rape case. Charge. Wasn't yeah, he's facing a rape case. And he's lucky he didn't get charged for that like uh, bartender that was like, yeah, he was beating me at the club. Sure. He's lucky that that other bartender was like, no, that didn't happen. But yeah, back on to this um, new topic. Yeah. I want to compare um, Damn to More Life because I feel like... That's a really hard. Can you do that? Though? You know what the I you know what the so. thing is with both of these albums. I actually, that I haven't, I actually haven't heard. Uh, damn. Yeah. The, you know what I heard noticed What's, about both these albums? Yeah. Where the I'm a fan of Kendrick Lamar. I prefer Kendrick Lamar's music over Drake's music. Let me put that out there. I still like Drake's music all the same. All right, yeah. disclaimer. Yeah. But both of these albums lack focus. Really, like, they are both all over the place. Are they? Oh yeah. I've, 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 I've heard that from I've heard music, that from people like, stylistically. I'm talking about stylistically, lyrically, everything. Like it's like it's topicality. Like the, the, and even topics, they're everywhere. There's no like 
one to pick a butterfly was clearly about you know like the black experience and its relationship to this country and how we have had to come through as black men black women a black people in this nation focus good kid mad city a lot of the a lot of his hood struggles section 80 same topic a lot of the hood struggles substance abuse yes. things like that i'm, I'm i, I want to get like your opinion on this uh, since like you like you know you do like the uh, production side of things I, for me, to Pippa Butterfly, I liked it, but to me, I felt like that album specifically focused more on like social commentary, and I thought it, it, I thought it was consistent in the sense where the messages and the themes and the ideologies were consistent, but I thought the production of it wasn't as consistent, and I think Untitled was a better version of To Pippa Butterfly. I think Untitled was like consistent in terms of like, you know, this like. You know, this, like, Afro-jazz, like, fusion with, like, you know, like, very, very Fly Lotus feeling, like, you know. But then Tipping Butterfly, I felt like the music was all over the place, but the message was there. So I think if you fuse both the albums together, it would have been the perfect album. Well, they were one album. And he just, and he cut cut them off. Yeah. 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 So how do you feel about, like, the production value of, like, Tipping Butterfly in terms of, like... Two albums together would not have sounded good. I think I think no, I, I think they would have to be honest. Yeah, I think they were better separate because, like yeah. you said, the jazz like feel that you get from Untitled. Yeah. But um, from a production standpoint, I would say it's extremely difficult for one producer to sit down and like, be that you know, consistent. Exactly, especially if you're like producing music, you don't necessarily you can be like, okay, I want something fast. Okay, I want something slow. Okay, yeah. I want something with a hard drop. Yeah. You can't necessarily be like, I want something that's like, gonna help enhance my political statement that I'm trying to make here. You know what I mean? And again, he'd be giving people, like, the themes he was, I want a melancholy, two-tone, switch beat. Exactly. And for, of all artists, Kendrick is probably the hardest to please. Especially especially if his rap style, too. That's why it takes years for a single one of his productions, like, it takes to come out. Like, yeah, and I was literally scrolling Reddit like while um you guys were doing the opening of this yeah. podcast, and I was reading about how Mike Will is the one that produced DNA. Yeah, and apparently he only got too. halfway through that song because really? Kendrick finished the actual like thing that he produced. Yeah, and just kept rapping. Oh wow! So Mike Will had to find more Content. sounds to put at the end of the song. Okay, so it's like for Kendrick, he's super picky on the stuff he does. Okay, and like they even showed like that, like they gave you a little snippet in that commercial that he did with um. Dr. Dre, where he's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Time he keeps driving, he's like, no, it's not just right. And he's like, you know, he keeps coming back to it. And, and that's like, well, that's why they named him a mad scientist. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's why, like, that's not necessarily supposed to represent, like, his style, but it holds true, that's true. to it. Okay. Another thing about that is the the beat for Humble was originally meant for Gucci Mane. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, but, right. like, um, I guess um, Gucci recorded his take on the beat and he didn't like it anymore so yeah. like they ended so up not doing the it, song yeah, anymore and, yeah. and then t- um, Kendrick ended up taking it and now it's humble is what it is now so like okay. um, I feel like Damn is more of a hip hop album okay. whereas To Pimp a Butterfly was like it was supposed to be the jazz theme was more to um, more of another thing on shining a light on black excellence cause okay. we black people started jazz music yeah. so I was kind of like you know, going back to the root of, you know, black people. So oh, that was yeah. kind of okay. Was, yeah, I think that was a clever thing about okay. the album. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, damn is damn is definitely more of a hip hop album. It's like a banger. Where, yeah. So like, like which I is agree. why like there's That's so many bangers on it. Okay. Because it's a banger. Yeah, okay. and I'm glad you said that because I feel like you said you didn't. You thought it was kind of all over the place, but um, I feel like the fact that like. When people do name their like favorite rappers, a lot of them don't say Kendrick because they don't. They, they don't necessarily want to like sit down and listen to a song 
that sounds like it's a lecture with mm-hmm. music behind it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, they don't want to hear, like, oh, yeah, that's your political standpoint, but I'm trying to dance right now. And <laughs> I feel like that diversity is shown that, like, Kendrick has that, like, versatility. He can, yeah. Like, he can make... Oh, well, I, I agree with songs. you because, again, and swimming pools, a lot of people thought exactly. that that was just club music. Swimming pools is not, 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 not a club very sad song. It was a very sad song and a very deep emotional topic at that, but... You were, anytime you went to the club, like, yeah, you know why, baby, saying no, only two, two or three shots. Yeah. So I was like, I know, it's like, hey, can everybody just stop for a second and for listen me, to, for what, me, you're to what you're saying? For, yeah. me, for me, I feel like people only enjoy like the like the the social and political commentary if it's backed up by a story. Like mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City, like it, like it, there's a story behind the whole album. Oh, and yeah, like you're saying before about being lectured, it's kind of like how like Joey Badass is 1995. Like that has like. Consistency all throughout it, and like, oh God, like people would never forget oh since nine five. Mom would be working nine five. Like that's that's the line. Oh you never God. forget that line. You know what I'm saying? All American and badass. He was able to put that there, but then with all American badass, it went back to the whole Kendrick thing, where it's like yeah. people think they're being lectured yeah. and they don't want to. And I think he did it worse than Kendrick did. Yes, I mean, I I, 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 I agree. Not, I was, I was very disappointed. I, I think my issue with that was that um. You want your artists to, like, mature, and you want them to be versatile, but, like, with Joey, he's already versatile in the sense that he was making music that wasn't really the type of music that he like. But he barely grew up on it. Like, he was Mm. making, like, Brooklyn-style, like, old, hard, like, boot-bap, like, heavy, like, hard-hitting, like, Brooklyn music. And it's like, for a kid that's my age, like... That's insane that you can, like, literally just, like, mimic these styles and, like, you do yeah. it so well. Mm-hmm. And, like, on, like, 1999, that's his hard-hitting one. I disagree with you on the age thing, I disagree with you on the age thing, simply because if it's an age thing, there's a lot of people who are not going to enjoy it. I think that when you're discussing an artist like Joey Badass in particular, yeah. there has to be a certain maturity level of the listener for them to actually be willing to understand, like, okay... Joey Badass is doing something a little bit more creative, yeah. a little bit more experimental. He's trying to see how far he can push the limits of his own rap career. Yeah, And this is where I give credit to artists like Snoop Dogg, mm. who Snoop Dogg, everybody know my opinion Snoop Dogg. I love Uncle Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You know, you you know I, I love him. Mm. But Snoop Dogg has only actually had two, one classic record, a bunch of mediocre records. Agree. And... One experimental record that I find is his second best album, and that was Bush, which was the Pharrell produced tape, which was all, and you know, Pharrell, he had the classics. Um, Pharrell's a genie. Pharrell. Yeah, yeah, Pharrell's, Pharrell. Like, Pharrell's, Pharrell's a genius. Yeah, Pharrell, yeah. He had Pharrell. I feel he like had, he's um, only on other people's songs. He had Boosie yeah. Collins. He had Boosie Collins. He had Stevie Wonder. He had George Clinton. That was a Snoop Dogg album. Yeah. All of these artists, and mind you, Snoop Dogg just tapped into his old. Like, you know, the play of Pimp Snoop, D-O-double-G, baby. Yeah. Like, that's what Snoop yeah. tapped into, yeah. but he did it in a soulful style. Mm-hmm. Similar to what Childish Gambino tried to do. Step away from the rap music and do a little bit more R&B and fusion style music. So, with Joey Badass, I have to appreciate when they step their careers up to a different level. Yeah. They try, you fail. Fine. Yeah. I get it. And I don't even think that it's, it's a failure. I don't even think yeah. Joey Badass is a failure. I just think it's just not... I just think it, it could have used a little bit more time. A little bit more mixing and a little bit more like production effort. Like they could have yeah. sat, they could have sat at a table like we're doing right now and been like, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of touch on this I, a little bit more. Coming back to, it, I kind of feel like it's also one of those things where it's just like he's always like stuck to this like raw like '90s Brooklyn like you know like hip hop you know like the stuff that you want you know you want to break to it you know you want to head spin to it and now it's just like with the way the 
the game is going now, like, it's really hard for him to top himself off. And, like, I feel like a lot of people forget that. Like, rappers, like, they can't keep dropping bangers. Like, not everyone no, not everyone is Kanye yeah. West. Like, you can't just think about this, <laughs> new, still, this, this new concept. All of the century. Him, yeah. yeah. And, my, and my thing is, <laughs> I agree with you so much because I still like Drake. Yeah. But let's, let's be real. There are, Views and the other one... The, the the newest one did not more life did not did not his bad they're his two worst yeah so that's honest yeah could more life more life is literally just a playlist like it's a bunch of different songs just thrown together whereas views views is was is kind of like good kid mad city just talking about his, his how we grew up in this city yeah I agree so with like, that yeah well that was entertaining. Just want to let y'all know. Damn, y'all really was talking about music for a long time. We're gonna have a part two of this. Oh, we yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got more because we're featuring Khalil this time. Yeah, because Khalil is a producer as well. I already know. And I want him to meet. And I want to meet. Yeah. And I want him to meet yeah. Isaiah. Because I know. Hello, Tucky. 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 Well, you know what? The episode's long. Take a break. You know, mm-hmm. take a piss. I don't know. Take a shit. Text your shawty back. Text your shawty back. Get yes, curved. I don't know. Shawty. Oh, yo, I was in that yesterday. Yo, hold on. Hold on. Just because y'all brought up. Yo, plies. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Plies. You see? Like, like I be telling people, I'm like, do you know plies? They're like, oh, the guy from Sweet Pussy Saturday. I'm like, no. Sweet Pussy Saturday. That's not who he is. I'm like, I understand y'all know him, but y'all don't know his hits. Like, plies got that hood anthem where like, damn. Y'all know. My favorite plies song is the one he did with Rico Love. And he's like, I swear the pussy so deep. Like, I'm telling you right now. Like, I be listening to my song. I'm like, yo, this song actually lit. Like, plies is actually stating some facts. Some hood logic, y'all. This is like the type of shit that Anya would like, anyways. Some hood logic, yeah. y'all. Mm. Okay. Um. But yeah, we're gonna end this right. We're gonna end this right here, you know, because we just went too far in it. Niggas gotta go home. Finals week is coming up. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if we, we gotta set this episode up for like a certain day. We will let y'all know. It's probably gonna pop up in your ass real quick, anyways. Mm. So, guys, we gotta go now. We got finals. We got papers to write. We got shit to do. Like Travis Scott said, I got shit to do. So, um, and I got shit to lose. I got shit to do. Mm. I put my remix on it. Yes, Shout sir. out to La Flame for that. Yeah. And I know Travis Scott. I just want to let you know. I know you're in the second place right now. You sunken all up in that pussy. Cause you know you with Kylie Jenner, but you you know what I st- I'm just waiting for the next album, okay? And put Kylie in the track, cause you know she got you got let your girl talk. Fred, you got anything to say before we leave? All I gotta say is there was I remember I was listening to a podcast yesterday, right? And I never knew that Kanye West said that he was trying to like describe what Jay Dilla's music like felt like, and he said that Jay Dilla's music sounded like good pussy. That is the craziest comparison I have ever heard. Like, they were sitting in a room and Kanye West, like, young Kanye West, with the fucking polo popped up, was saying this shit. Yeah. Well. Just remember that shit. (laughs) Well, what do we say in the end of this podcast, Fred? Bounce. Bounce.